Did you know that BDSM and kink are healthy outlets for aggression, imagination, and attention? Hi, and welcome to The Partition, home of kinky wellness. My name is Dana Slosser, and I'm a sexual wellness coach that dives deep into all things kinky. I'm here to show how BDSM and kink deserves a rightful spot within the sexual wellness conversation. So let's talk about it. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to The Partition. Hi, everybody. How's your week's going? It's going good. Welcome back to the show, Katrina. Hello. So this week was fun. We did a Vice documentary on Tantra Island, the search for sexual pleasure. And it's about a, I want to say almost a community. It says it's a resort or a retreat, but honestly, it just seemed like there was a lot of people with a community mindset. Um, like to their definition, to their <laughs> definition, like whether or not you'd want to live there, we don't know yet. But um, it's in Thailand, and yes, it is about a sexual retreat. But I, what was your t- first takeaway? How about we start there? Okay, I've got there were positives to it, and there were negatives to it. Yes, my first takeaway was it was very white. <laughs> oh, I yeah, okay, that's um, jokes. I, you know what I mean without being like without being rude about it I just found a lot of the people especially the Egyptian sex magic I was like that looked really fun Mm. but there weren't any Egyptian people there and I found it funny when like the lady who was doing the interviewing almost kind of called her out by going well you're talking about Egypt and then tantra comes from india like from india and indian culture and i found it it was quite an interesting way where she's also she was almost like how do you connect these things because it is it is it's neo tantra now because it has been westernized yeah yeah well i i didn't notice that i think maybe because i just thought they're the people who choose to go there like maybe people of color are like we don't want to go there like they were just like no I'm done like not saying that they they don't want to but like I don't know they can't really control who shows up there I guess I didn't really notice it's the place where it was it is where a lot of the white people go I'll be honest yeah. and say it like I think my favorite line of the entire thing and I've got my notes about this um was what is it where she's talking about this specific place in Thailand and she's like yeah it's known for cheap vodka and fingering and I was like that is such a British stereotype but so true (laughs) it's like when people talk about what's it called not Thailand um Ibiza for like you know when you talk about Ibiza it's known for like the partying and stuff like that because white predominantly British people go there and ruin everybody else's good times but um yeah it was an interesting interesting one what did you find about it well right away I like the conversation they had about the gray area over if something bad happens and um because I like the sense of accountability in the sense that you don't know who your people are going to be. You can't read everyone's mind. And they they acknowledge that and they weren't naive about it. I thought that was my, like a solid takeaway because I do consider that a gray area. They understand that there's amount of danger in their work, but they're not going into it being like, this will be a dangerous no. thing. But if something were to happen, I acknowledge that I put myself in something that could cause potential harm. 
No, I agree. I think one of the things that I also really enjoyed was obviously they didn't shy away from the dark side of Tantra and how it has been used and like almost twisted by people who do want to use it as a way to take advantage. But I like the way that they kind of turned it around at like this com- commune, not a community, it's a commune, isn't it? Mm, um, yes. By turning around and being like, yeah, this is why we do consent role playing. And I really, really liked that kind of, that idea of being like, you can say no. And I liked that, cons- I liked the consent role play because I liked that it gave people who wouldn't necessarily have thought to say no it gave them the opportunity to say you can say no I thought that was really well done yes no I absolutely loved it I the classes themselves I thought was amazing like the yoni egg one um that class like just really all the specific classes the breathwork one took me like took my breath away like I actually felt bad for the girl who was doing the breath work when she started to cry and the cameras were all there and they wouldn't let her go. And because breath work, yoga, meditation, all of these things, it's so, you have to understand like things are going to happen. You can have the attitude. It won't affect me, but it does. And breathing, like you can heal yourself through breathing. And so I don't know. I felt so bad for her that she just had such a bad experience for that. I agree. I liked because I, I liked the way that the guy checked in immediately when he noticed that it wasn't just her going like mm-hmm. just going through the motions. He's like, no, is that and I do agree with what they said. And even she said it as well, where she was like, I don't know if it's that intense for everybody or if it is just you have to remember, like, because I'm filming, because she's doing it in such a short filming time even she said it, it it isn't just once or twice it is I am doing class after class after class after class and you're like they're very all of them are very intense classes no matter how soft they were um I've got it I don't know if you found it as well the thing that I thought was quite fascinating and one of the positives that I like that actually I found really does connect with what you talk about at the partition anyway the fact that a lot of the classes were based in BDSM practices. So the Shibari, the impact play. Yeah. I was basically welcome to the partition. I was like, yes. this is my future. I, I, that's the thing about it. Like it, it is risky in the sense of like, it does draw predators to places like this. You do have to be uh, on like you do have to be on guard, but there's so much healing in sex like yeah. this, that you can break sex down into these like classes where you can teach people. And I do think that more people are benefited from stuff like this. And it's unfortunate that there's negativity, like, or that negative happen, like negative things happen, but like, don't think it's going to happen to you. Like you can take these practices and do this in your own home with people, you yeah. know, you don't have to go to a resort. So this is education. I think I, I'm going to put the link obviously in the description, but everybody better watch it. Watch it's, this. It is very good. I think even if you don't want to do it yourself, I think it is an eye-opening one. And I think as well, it was a very, it was eye-opening as well because it they did have to touch upon, you know, the two big cults that Kate, that aren't Tantra is known for, but they also kind of showed this side of it where 
yeah, where they are saying like, yeah, these things happened and these people were awful people, but that isn't everything about the community. Not every male practitioner, not every male teacher is going to be a sexual predator. In fact, I found the male class really fascinating. Mm-hmm. And like that idea of like for men and masculine energy, I really liked that he did it. It wasn't just focused on connecting with women, but you know, he made them talk to each other and like actually talk about each other in a way that I don't think men get the opportunity to do to develop that kind of deeper connection with another man. And like maybe that is just because I'm gay, so I don't really know. I absolutely that's that's how I feel about all the classes that these are all classes that everyone should take and it helps on such like deep deep levels of it but I also understand why you would be hesitant to go should you be single because it can be awkward if you are going as a single person because you have to partner up with people and if you don't want to be really close to strangers and you might not have as good of a time like even, I don't know, like this might be a small, small example, but even when Anu and I went to yoga, there was this moon party and we had to all like hug strangers and things like that and like do this whole thing. And, but what happened ended up was like, I ended up hugging a stranger who just started to break down on my shoulder and just started crying. And I don't think I was in the headspace to like take on someone's energy like that. Oh, and I God, just was like, yeah, I was super uncomfortable. I was like, oh my God, I just don't want to be in this situation. So then I like went back and I was like, no, like we're not, not being each other's partner. Like we're not doing what they say. Like, we're just going to buddy up. Like, I don't care, like at this point. So, um, I think, yeah, they mentioned it as well in the documentary when they said like, oh, like be private, like be wary of sexual predators, but also like get close to these random strangers. And they were saying like, that's, you can be really mixed because you don't know, right? Yeah. Like, don't know like so I would if anybody was to go like I honestly think you should bring a partner like yeah I would maybe you don't have to I'm not saying you don't blah 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 but you should I I think it's better experience because you'd be a little bit more relaxed and you can build off of things I think yeah I think because there's a point that you actually really see with that where that assignment that she gets given about Mm. the party where it's you have to you know, and I did like that she actually said that. She's like, there's so many mixed messages just from this. You know, on one side, I'm being told it's my feminine energy and independence and healing. Yet at the same time, I'm being told, you know, I have to do this for the male and I have to like find a man to bring along to the party. I couldn't just, just come to the... And, yeah. that, and I agreed with her for walking away where she was like, you keep, you've told me it's all about this. And yet maybe it is because I've got healing to do or maybe it is just because I'm uncomfortable but that bit where they're like you have to dance for the man and you're like I get it if you've got a partner like that German couple that's fine that's beautiful that's an amazing way of doing it but when she couldn't find someone and they literally just gave her like this random guy you're like am I gonna be able to do that like would what kind of message are you sending when it's yeah. just finding any male? Like that's yeah. what I fucking have a problem with, with like modern day hookup is just like find somebody and take them home to fuck. No, don't fucking do that. And don't just find somebody to give your feminine energy to just cause like, yeah. I don't buy into that either. Like 
sure if it works for you go for it but I just feel like that's a mixed bag don't don't do that <laughs> no I agree although with that same woman that woman that I had that who was doing it I was a bit like mm. but I did like her talk about healing I thought that was a really the way she talks about it was really beautiful where she's like is there a way to 100% heal and she on very honestly was like no it's a it is a journey that you will always be on and I was like actually I thought that was a really beautiful thing to say and a very beautifully honest thing to say because actually she's on tv they're ultimately doing it for their own kind of PR to say to people come come to this commune it could have been very easy for her to have turned around and actually have gone oh yeah of course you're gonna leave this place 100% healed oh my god yeah like very naive people and very vulnerable people but actually she's very honest and then she turned it around by yeah doing that whole you have to find a man and give him your energy and it's like it's one or the other, babe, because what yeah. if somebody's healing journey is that they don't want a man near them. They don't want masculine energy anywhere near them, which well, is what I think they, they wouldn't sign up for this class specifically. Yeah. But in the same breath, I feel like with her case, it also goes to show like, I just don't feel like you can force anybody to just be sexual with each other. Like, it's just not, yes. I don't, it's difficult to do that. It's either fake for starters or it makes you uncomfortable. There's really, or it's both, you know, like there's not really. Yeah. It was like the tying up one and where she was like, I'm not comfortable with doing this. And I think you could see that with a, quite a few of the people in the room, especially when you suddenly had to go from being the one on top to being the one vulnerable and being done. And it's, yeah, I found it was a very, it's, there was a lot of mixed messages I found for it so I found like would you do tantra or do a retreat or experience absolutely but I'd bring my partner with like I'd bring a new with me like there's just like I wouldn't do it weird if you didn't be honest I wouldn't wouldn't do it solo and I'm really glad that I never did do one of these things solo like I've always wanted to but after even the smallest experiences of the yoga retreat and like really letting strangers into your circle, like your personal space. I was like, oh, I don't care. Like, this is just not how I relax. Like you can't tell me to relax while I'm doing this. Like, I, I don't know, like, not like I felt like in danger or anything, but dude, I just don't want someone else to cry on me. I believe that that energy gets stuck on me. Now I have this like crying man's energy that I have to like like shed from like you know why oh why I don't want to do this I don't want to do this but that's how I feel sometimes you know when negative people drain you out but yeah anyways um what else did I say like I did like how it was structured I loved how it looked like it looks beautiful there like I would love to be there like no wonder people want to go but also like damn Thailand like I didn't realize that was they had this big of stuff I guess but It's a massive draw for their like, for like their tourism culture. And I think you saw that in the fact that a lot of, it was very much a lot like English speaking people were there. Like it wasn't, you know, Taiwanese. The the controversy people that were brought up and she said, well, I don't remember how it was like that. Like it wasn't like that when I was there. 
And then Anu was like, that's not how he's portrayed at all. Like he says some really wisdom stuff. So it's like, I don't know. It sucks that like one story like got out, but if they tried like the documentaries, I feel like don't ruin what this stands for when this guy abused that. Like yeah. that, it's two different things, but I feel like sometimes there's so much fear around stuff like this that some people might not be encouraged to try it because the first thing that comes up is like, oh, controversy, stranger, danger, like um, when really the message behind it, like it's just so sad, like when that type of narrative goes out because that woman like totally just said, that's not my experience, but you learn there. And it sucks that people keep wanting to bring up negative conversations about it. I guess I get that it brings up conversations about other stuff, but you completely get sidetracked to what the actual message is. Yeah. And I did like when they talked about, you know, not just the the one from the Wild Wild West documentary, the other one. Um, and that woman actually came on and was like, you know, it took me years to get to be groomed until the abuse happened. But I like that she was even like what he what what happened there and what Tantra is, they're not the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that she did say that as well. I'm like, to be honest, for myself, I would be convinced to try it in private, but I don't think I could do a retreat. Um, and maybe it is just because I found and maybe it is just because this retreat focused very primarily and heavily on heterosexual couples I I think if it was it would just make me be like I don't know if that is something that I would find what no and that raises a good point like there should be honestly in my opinion if if there can be resort just for lesbian just for gay just for heterosexual just for everything in between like that's the thing like I feel like that's definitely okay because sex is super personal and intimate and there's more than enough people in every group to certainly have a resort like we don't need to argue about that one like no I yeah and I think it's also masculine and feminine energy are not confined to gender it's not I don't have feminine energy because I have I'm born a woman and I identify as a woman and you know sometimes some as a they them um I'm gender over it not gender (laughs) non-binary I am just me but you know but I still would say I have very feminine energy the energy that I present the energy that I feel for myself but then I'm attracted to masculine energy. But the idea of dating a man is disgusting to me. Like, no offense. <laughs> yeah, well, Sadhguru, I think, said the best. It's like when you equal balance in both your feminine and your masculine energy, you'll be able just to kind of see things with more of a level head. So I think that's what everyone should strive for. Is like, it's good to mix both. There's not, there shouldn't be an extreme on either side. No. I think that people do need to find more balance. Like, and that's nothing, like, just in energy the feminine and masculine energy no I agree on that one but I find like with the tantra side of it it is about that meeting isn't it of Mm -hmm. masculine and feminine energy coming together and creating oh certainly with this one I think that this one was definitely very like heterosexual for sure like with that type of like males are this females are that even in the example of the women dancing around the fire and like your job is to go get a male so yeah. that definitely wouldn't appeal to people, certain people. Like, so that, I guess, like, I didn't even look into that or anything. What no. type of people they were inviting, but yeah, I would I think it's safe to say that this was a heterosexual one. <laughs> exactly. It was, yeah, it was very, very heterosexual, I found. Um, but I also, 
you know, when I got past that and I got past like the assignment and that side of things, I did find there was some very beautiful positives and the talks about sex and healing and the talks about consent and, you know, about working through your trauma via breathing exercises and the way Tantra does very different ways of doing it. Um, and I liked that the girl, like the woman who did the actual thing, I liked that she went into it with a very open mind. Mm-hmm. She was honest about the things she didn't like, which I think was good, but she tried everything. And I think that is, you have to applaud her for that. And she stood her ground when she didn't want to talk about something yeah. like at the table when they were pressing her on her like whatever happened with her boyfriend I was just like dude she already said no and then she said it again and I was like man she's very professional like this this is stressful it's very vulnerable like even to do those things on camera like you're just like okay I know that this is for work but like okay like you don't know other people can just creep you out and you don't know why and then you're forced to like do some erotic dance for them like no way exactly I felt so bad because the girl the one person she was like yeah this guy's got really lovely energy I think we've got like a beautiful connection mm-hmm. and he was like I'm so sorry I can't go and I was I'm like oh, oh. I did not expect that I was like no no <laughs> oh but I really I yeah I really did enjoy it I found it was very interesting to learn about what tantra is because I think it is it's a time that gets used a lot whenever you're looking for like, you know, as somebody who writes about sex and like sexual wellness and sexual topics. It's I a- think Being a Simon King is just a funny title they give it for Tantra. Like the all roots go back to it. Like India's got sex gods that like have beautiful, beautiful histories and like fierce, fierce stories behind them. Like um, I'll get more details on them. I'll bring them onto the show one of these days, but they oh it's just so cool like we don't really I don't know sometimes I look at Canada I'm like it's so boring <laughs> boring there's nothing there's no history here like not in the way that like there can't be like quote unquote the Canada that we know it is right now it's like a hundred something years old meanwhile India is like what is it hundreds of thousands of years here or whatever it just goes back so long I don't know I agree I think we have in Celtic mythology we have some interesting sex gods Ooh, we should just come back. One episode. Just so everybody knows we're gonna do an episode on sex goddesses and gods. So that's yes. a good Although my favorite one is about the it's about birth and like this woman had a like there's a whole Celtic one about men having to getting cursed to feel the pain of labor, which is probably one of my favorite stories. That's actually hilarious. And they should now that we have technology for that. But what would you okay back to the tantra retreat and all this (laughs) i would i go to this one was massive i don't think i'd ever go to something like this and honestly i don't think we would like i I like a couple like if a new wants to go there we go yeah but i i don't know like it's weird i had such a mixed experience with yoga like i loved it so much but there is this like i don't want to use the word cultiness but like in a weird way just kind of sink I don't know, like the, this concept of like, you don't need to worry about the future at all. And I'm like, listen, okay, you don't have to worry in the sense of stress yourself out, but you should have a goal or at least like <laughs> something to work forward to. Like, I don't know this. I like, oh, no rushing, no rushing. And I just, 
I don't know. Maybe that's something on me, but I kind of was like, guys, come on. You really, you just sit here all day and do this every single day, every day. Like what happens in like 50 years, you're going to run out of money. Like that's kind of where not like life is about money, but yeah. like it means ah, money is wealth and security and health. It's better food. It's better just in general to get things that you need. Like, I don't know, in Canada, you got to pay extra. If you want the special healthcare, you want the good healthcare, you want the good anything. So we're talking about this in a year. The UK might be the same with the way they're having talks about privatizing our our NHS at the moment. Like, um, oh yeah, I it'll be awful if it happens. But uh, we have like we have healthcare here. But honestly, like there's places that you can pay extra to get like just above the thing. But we, I feel like we're it's feel like it's teetering. Like people are. It's gone to the point that people are like, I would rather pay for a health card than wait because it, it's so bad. But the problem is if more like if people just keep saying that over and over again, right? Like we yeah, yeah we have a very similar thing over here. But I agree, like with your whole thing about money. I've always said to people, people, it's when people make that, oh, you know, money doesn't buy happiness. And I'm like, you grew up with money. Mm-hmm. Anybody who tells you money does money doesn't buy happiness has never cried themselves to sleep because they can't afford their rent and has never had to make decisions between paying the bills and making sure they have food in the house. And I say that as somebody who grew up like that, grew up with my mum sending me up to my grandparents because my, you know, because money was tight. So I got fed while my mum went without. And yeah, I'm like, but money buys stability and stability is better than happiness because you can be happy when you are stable. It's why when you have stable mental health, you are a happy person. (laughs) Yeah, 100%, 100%. I, yeah, and I feel like I'm getting the vibes from that at this place too. Yeah, very much like, oh, like it's just different over here. Like, oh, it's just okay. Maybe I'm judging, but I'm seekingly getting that feeling here I know the type of vibe I I got the same vibe from watching this actually where it's okay it's great that they've got it it's a really it's really interesting but if you were somebody who didn't have cameras around you and you weren't being paid to be that would you have had as would you have been given as much leeway to stand there to the other students and to the teachers and say I don't agree with what you've said yeah because I find like I I know the type like especially in the UK I know the type of UK person that would go to that type of a retreat Mm. and they're very clicky they're very it's not culty it's clicky they have a very specific mindset they're usually middle class. <laughs> yeah. Never suffered <laughs> without being rude. They're usually from Bristol as well, but that's a different thing. <laughs> okay. And they are the types of people that, like you said, the minute you, if you say anything that they view that doesn't fit their mindset, suddenly your vibes are off. And yeah. You're, yeah. you're such a negative person. I'm not a negative person. I just have this very specific moment of stress in my life. Yeah. No, no, you're very like, or when you, oh, why won't you just like not do anything and like go and be free and lazy because I've got to work. Oh, but you know, you're just 
buying into the capitalist ideal. Yeah. Unfortunately, Dylan, capitalism runs the world right now. No, but honestly, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, it's capitalism. That means you can do it too. Like, what yeah. the hell? Like, I, that's what I also hate about this as well. Like, you You're can do it too. Money. Before you talk shit, you can go do this too. Because, like, a lot of, yeah, I don't know. That's, yeah, that's the vibe. That's the vibe. Yeah, but I've still just paid to come here and do this. So mm-hmm. you're making money off of it while judging me for worrying. Well, that's the fun of it. Wasn't that one woman's Yoni egg like 65 US or something? I was like, fuck off. I was like, that's hilariously. That's a, I was like, wow, man, there you go. It did make me laugh. One egg, $65 in a country like that is literally like you're set for weeks. Like that's the thing, like in India, like that's the thing about these people that also kind of aggravated me about this. Like, eh, you don't need it. That like they can just play a guitar for like 20 bucks and then they're good for like a day. Like they don't even see how well they have it, even the country that they're residing in, like somewhat, like just the people that actually live there. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it was something I learned a lot. I learned a lot about myself as two uh, values and like this beef with money. People have such a problem. They have a hate for it. And I'm like, you know what? If you actually love money a little bit, it might come in your direction. You just don't know. Like you have to manifest it into exactly. your life. Exactly. That's why I have pictures of me surrounded by money around my little home office. <laughs> now I'm like, yes, this will be the year. But like yeah. overall, I I did see that mine won't be structured for single people and it will be more like a course. Like you'll be coming for an X amount of days, like kind of run it like that. And where yeah. you can slot in and then people can leave. Because I do want this to be a couple's deepening like relationship yeah. because I see their... Because my, what is it? Um, what is the one sex retreat in Jamaica? Oh, hedonism too. So they, I love them, but they're kind of like the fun, playful, like girls got like the, the wild party type esque like to it. And I just kind of want this more to be like a relationship building retreat. So this was a great pro, like this was a great video to watch. Like I actually want structured start to finish kind of like an all you can like, drink or all-inclusive or whatever they are vacations like where you just arrive and then come back so yeah I like this one I want to we'll get another one to watch this one was fun yeah no I think that was another one that came up on my thing and it was like the Tokyo love um thing and I thought that might have been a good one to watch as well I'll find it and send it to you but because I know they've got like a whole thing but with your one as well no I I think it has to be couples because of the topic and structured as well but I think also what you are doing you are not looking like you know it'll be about BDSM it'll be about wellness you need it to be people who can hit the ground running know what each other's limits are have already had these conversations I don't think you would even get- if they have it, like I don't mind. See, that's the thing. I'll teach people the basics at this place. You don't have to know anything to come here, but you have to be with a trusted partner. I have to trust exactly. that partner on your own. I'm not a matchmaker. Exactly. So- yeah. That's what I mean. Like you know, it has to be one where it's you, especially for things like impact play and you know, yeah. learning how to say your safe words and kind of that. You, it needs to be somebody you know it can't just be I met this person I, I met this person there we've yeah. never talked before 
and suddenly I'm allowing someone to tie me up and to spank me. I think you wouldn't, they wouldn't get what you were hoping to give them out of an experience. Exactly. And also like it limits, not like, yeah, it reduces when say limits, it reduces the chance of these predators coming because there's going to be no single people here. You have to know who you're coming with. Like, (laughs) 20 Um, questions on the door, guys. (laughs) Well, I think a big way to like avoid this is like, you know, I I tell in secrets here, but I definitely want to send out things where people give me information about themselves before they actually hit me so I can like make the program the best for the classes that are there. And like at best, I'd extend it out to small groups like of three or four couples at best. But like, yeah, this one was like small groups types like that. But this was great. Like, I learned what a ligman massage was, which is basically a hand job. Like it's just it's a hand job. But I thought it was just it was called the, a hand job. I thought it was just tapping the penis like a little microphone oh in my, my opinion. <laughs> testing, testing. What did you think about the ones? Oh, the energy ones, the ones that were pretending to have sex that weren't having sex. I, I what the one between the girl who does it on but her own. Sorry. The girl who does it on her own, she had the guy, the rich German guy come with yes. that. Yes. I, I'll be honest, when she's like, like in his lap, I, I liked it. I, liked it. I was yeah. like, I feel like we do, like, it's just like, it's like that's part of the build up, the lead up. Like, that's the thing too. Like, get you can just drag sex out. I think people need to drag sex out. And that was a good one. Like, basically, go back to grinding. Like, we were all in high school, like, oh at least God. here. Well, like grinding up in middle school, up on people, bring that back. <laughs> I agree. I love it. Like there's nothing hotter to me than being in someone's lap as you're like making out with them and like feeling their presence. I was like, I really liked it. I And I, maybe for me as well, I think that type of thing I would have gotten more from mm-hmm. because it was one-on-one. And I, yeah, like, you know, like I would say trying Tantra potentially, yes with a partner not just somebody I've randomly met but I wouldn't do a retreat experience like you said like it's would I like that many people in my in my space in my no that would especially the the yoni egg one when she's like oh yeah and we just and like she said I, I wouldn't be comfortable putting one in me on my own like well, instead of other people. and I was like god no not with my little vagismus clam vagina (laughs) she gets shy (laughs) well I didn't like that it was kind of like oh you have to be okay like you have to be okay to do this in front of people obviously if you're going there but the idea that like more people should or anything like that like well you wouldn't be going there if if you thought that way but like yeah I would hate for people to think you have to be okay to have sex with in front of a group of people or be that intimate with strangers you don't have to I don't know I don't think you have to that's you don't have to that's ridiculous you don't have to I think and yeah I know exactly what I mean I think when we're talking about the clicks that's the type of people it is it's those people that do expect mm. you to have a level of openness and intimacy with complete strength. Well, the guy with the hug, the guy with the hug was crying on me. Like I said, like, oh, that wasn't chill. Like, I don't know. I didn't particularly, that wasn't my favorite moment of the evening. And then it's just like one of those things like, yeah. oh, if you love more. And I was like, I do love, like, don't tell me I don't love. I just, dude, I just, you, t- what? I, what? I didn't expect it. I kind of was just like, uh, okay. We don't come from the same planet. We clearly just aren't going to, 
see eye to eye on this situation here. So I'm just going to say, okay, okay, yeah, next time. But yes, this was a great conversation about Tantra Island. So this is a, a I would not go in a group setting conversation. I guess it ends with that. <laughs> Tell us if you would, everybody. <laughs> yes, if you would do this, you know, if you would come to my special one, you know, we can do it with less people one day. But thank you so much for joining us on the show today and have yourself a great day, Katrina. Thank you, you as well. And I can't wait to speak to you again soon. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it for us. Make sure to follow us on Instagram to stay up to date. You can find me at the partition underscore life and Katrina at underscore satisfied cat. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week. And as always, stay kinky.